News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Uh, but this morning's papers, the news headlines dominated uh, by one story, the horrendous tragedy in Creasler County, Donegal, on a Friday. Uh, ten, 10 people uh, left dead by the seven adults, uh, three children, uh, the 10 victims, Leona Harper, 14, Robert Goway, 50, Sean Flanagan, uh, Garway, uh, five, that's um, a, a father and a daughter. They're going in to buy a cake for uh, their, their mama birthday cake. Jessica Gallagher, 24, James O'Flaherty, 48, Martin McGill, 49, Catherine O'Donnell, 39, with her 13-year-old son, James Monaghan, Hugh Kelly, 59, and Martina Martin, uh, 49. Uh, Kira, just the... I, I so it, we one of our guests earlier spoke of the randomness of it, and we we were talking about that the idea of just you know going in to buy a birthday cake for your mum with your dad, and um, going to ordering a takeaway and going in to use the ATM to pay for that. It, it is the randomness of it, and just such a close knit community as well that will that has been left shattered by this. I don't think any of us can really get our, our, our heads around it. And you're right about the, the randomness. Those people who, who were coming or going from the shop and just missed the explosion, I think will always carry that. And I think we expect life to have some kind of fairness, or even though it doesn't, but that, you know, there are actions and there are consequences. The this, fragility this, this, of life This is, was just yeah. a bolt from the blue and unbelievable tragedy inflicted on the community. Uh, for more on this, we're joined now by the local parish priest, Father John Joe Duffy. Good morning to you, Father. Thank you very much for speaking to us here on News Talk Breakfast. How is the mood currently in Krishla? Are are people, are they still in shock? I think we're still in shock. We're only starting to move away from shock to begin to realise the reality of what has taken place. And I think it was only yesterday evening as the first uh, victims of this accident began to come home that we began to realise, I think, even though we realised what was happening, we were still in a state of shock. It began to become very real and just as the people stood out along the road the whole way from Letterkenny into the village with candlelit vigils and so on, uh, it's becoming more and more real and just, of course, we're shocked. We're numb. We're I, I, I would well believe it, Father. How, how soon were you at the scene on Friday? Uh, I was at the scene within an hour, and uh, other priest uh, was there before me. Yeah. Uh, I was just coming from a funeral when I got the word that there was an explosion at the uh, shop and petrol station, yeah. and I sort of didn't take it in at all and then as I pulled in my car and somebody sent me a photograph and then I realised that it wasn't just somebody saying there was a small explosion, this was something that was beyond anything I could ever imagine to happen anywhere and never mind here in this this place in which we live. I have to say one of the things that moved me most and, and moved me to tears, I'm not going to lie, was was the, the sort of the, the desperate attempts by the community to help a, a human chain trying to pull rubble with their bare hands, getting carjacks, people doing anything they possibly could, even at some risk to their personal safety. 
I mean, it must have been unbelievable. People, people ran from their homes. People were there as Dr. Lane, and I saw it said in flip-flops and shorts and T-shirts, and and they were there. They were responding when I came, and they, at that stage, when I arrived, there were four helicopters on the scene, and uh, the emergency and rescue service of the Gardaí and so on all had gathered, and all of them were in their local yeah. contractors, uh, people coming with machines, which were absolutely necessary in the effort, yeah. and they did so much work. And I, I met one of the first people who had got out of the of shop, and uh, it was just—I I, I just couldn't believe it. You could see just the the residue of the explosion in the eyes of some of the people that you met that had just got out, and uh, it was—it was just horrific beyond. Beyond imagine, but it, it must, have, there it, with, it must with, have been like a, a, a scene from a film or something. It was like a scene from a very bad film that you, and it continued to be like that, a bad film that you want to press the button on your remote control and switch off. And uh, you just couldn't press a button to switch it off. It just became more har- harrowing because uh, at first we thought that there was nobody dead, despite the fact of the scene in front of our eyes. We just wanted to believe that there was nobody dead. But of course, within a short period of me being there, maybe an hour and a half, uh, there were uh, people, the deceased, were being brought out. And uh, I would say I was just there just maybe 10 minutes, maybe an hour and 10 minutes after yeah. the explosion. The first of the deceased was brought out and then one person was brought out and then the next person and then another person and, and, and then the whole the thing went then through the night and there were families standing there and some members of families rushed to hospital to see where their loved ones in the hospital and others were standing at the cordon and the Gardaí showing such empathy and compassion together with the locals towards them trying to comfort them and you saw, like I was talking to people in the Northern Ireland search and rescue emergency air ambulance and so on and they said it was worse than anything that they had seen and their professionals who are dealing of course. with situations, you know. So that's, that's the scale of it. And I, I know you will be involved in, in funerals going forward and, mm-hmm. and trying to comfort a community. How hard do you think it's going to be? Oh, it's going to be beyond anything that I could ever imagine. Uh, it is beyond anything I could ever imagine. But we're very heartened by the prayers and support. We have been hit by a tsunami of grief and something unimaginable, but we are also being lifted by a tidal wave of support from right across the country and beyond. Vigils being held in places as far away as Sydney, the messages of support from the Pope, from among them the British Prime Minister and and the people all around this country praying for us. And and that means so very much to us. Everyone. Just could I make an appeal for those who are affected to contact your local doctors and get the help uh, that is there for you because we all need help. Father John Joe Duffy, um, thank you very much sincerely for speaking to us this morning on News Talk Breakfast. And let's stay with the story now. We're joined by uh, Owen Byrne uh, of Downing's GA uh, Club, chairperson of Downing's GA Club. Um, Owen, our, our condolences to, to everyone connected with the club. This has just been a uh, a horrendous shock for you all, I'm sure. Yeah, it has been. Um, thanks, Shane. Um, we're 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 a small community here ourselves. We're 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 the neighbouring village to Creasley, so 
um, I suppose really everybody in Downing could have some sort of connection to to Chrysler, to some of the victims from Friday, and it's 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 all very difficult to deal with here. Um, we we had a vigil there last night at at the GAA club, uh, and speaking to people, um, there's just a real sense of of heartbreak and shock, and, and people are still in a state of disbelief about everything. Yeah, um, and the mood, I suppose, um, uh, and emotions changing from uh, shock to, I suppose, grief setting in now. Yeah, that, that, that's right. I mean, there's just an, like, an over, overwhelming sort of sense of sadness about everything now. You know, um, obviously on Friday when the news came through, uh, there was probably a long period where, where, where people were looking for information and then obviously on, on Saturday, as, as, as you know, the people's worst fears started getting confirmed. Um, yeah, the, the mood definitely started to change. Um, you would have known um, some of the people who, 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 were, who were tragically killed yourself personally. I imagine it's that kind of small community where pretty much everybody knows everybody. Well, it is. Well, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, you know, um, just the type of place that that that, that North Donegal is. I mean, obviously, you know, th- th- there's so many connections. You know, obviously, you know, as a GA club, we have a great great rivalry with St Michael's over there, and and uh, which 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 Greece would be a part of. Um, you know, something like this kind of puts that in, in, in into perspective. Um, you know, kids of my own going to Mulroy College. Um, you know, uh, it's 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 kind of difficult to set them off this morning. You know, f- facing into probably something that they haven't dealt with before as well. So, um, I, and I think that's that's probably everybody in Downing has yeah. has a similar story to tell. Okay, we'll leave it there. Own Burn uh, Downing GA Club chairperson. Thanks indeed for talking to News Talk Breakfast. We're joined now by John O'Donnell, who is an independent Donegal County Councillor. John. I know we're talking about this, but in many ways there are no words to describe the, the tragedy that has unfolded since the weekend. Yeah, that's right. I think just the magnitude of it and uh, the, the massive shock that it has spread throughout the whole community. We're all kind of in a state of disbelief. Uh, nothing of, of this magnitude has ever happened in the area before. And I think that it's a, it's a day we'll never forget. And I think uh, no matter who you are, or where you were or who you were with, you'll always remember where you were in the moment when you got the news of this yeah. massive tragedy here in the local village of Priestley. Did you know personally any of the victims? Yeah, I did indeed. Um, a number of the victims actually resided in my home village of Kilmacrenan. Um, the number of them lived there uh, presently, and, and a few of them also were from there and moved out of the area. And one of the other victims actually resided there up until recently. So knew them well and met them on a day-to-day life in the local sh- in the local shop or in the, along the street or at the schools or if there was an event on or whatever the case may be. They would have been always there to support and lend a hand to the local community, whatever mm-hmm. had been taking place. Um there's something I, I think that has resonated with all of us watching this from 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 a distance. How how ordinary everyone's day was. They were going to the shop to you know buy a cake, or they were going to the shop to use the ATM, or you know ju- just the stuff that we all do without thinking. And then this this random event that has ripped lives and, and families and a community asunder. It's it's very difficult to to get your head around it at all. Yeah, it is indeed. Look, um, I suppose we've all put Christmas lights up at time to time around our house. And if you go out on a ladder or if you work on a roof, 
or if you're working on high risk in a high risk job, uh, you always think in the back of your head that something could happen or you could get hurt. But you know, when you're just on your day to day goings, and as you said there, if you're just popping in for a coffee or a cake or a packet of sweets or something yeah. in the local shop, like the chances of this happening is zero. Uh, you would think, but there you go. Um, it's just it's a massive blow to the local community. Yeah. I think, and I think it has shocked not only everybody in our county, but and in, in nationally and and uh, globally as well. Like you can see that everybody's carrying their story because of the magnitude yeah. of it. The community, I think it's fair to say, have been magnificent. Yeah, they have indeed. Yeah, we had a vigil there as well in our home village yesterday evening and killed my friend at four o'clock. And like the turnout was unbelievable. The amount of people that uh, that come to look, I suppose, for ourselves. We all feel that we're we're very you know we're helpless at this time. We feel because there's nothing really you can do. Only just pray and try and comfort the people that have lost loved ones. And even being down at the scene on Friday evening and being there on Saturday, you know, there's you feel so helpless. But at the same time, you feel like you have to be there. So. You know, it's it's, it's it's going to be a trying, difficult time for the whole community. No, absolutely, and we will, we will, and we'll put it out on our social media and all that. I know there's a GoFundMe to to help raise money, and there are books of condolences <coughs> for people to sign and 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 all of that. You mentioned going to the scene on on Friday, John. Was it just incredibly shocking to see a, a normal street in in a, in a small rural village just torn apart? Was was I, I imagine that'll never leave you. Yeah, well, look, um, like I said myself yesterday at the vigil in Kilmacrem, and I think over the last 48 hours, we've all held our loved ones a lot closer since this has happened because we really need to appreciate what we have every day when you get out of bed because you just don't know what's around the corner. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. That is John O'Donnell there, independent Donegal County Councillor. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.